South Jersey bad boys. Oh, we did our best Aaron Carter for that. It was oh, magical. R.I.P. Yep, yep. Some people just have a little too many Sour Patch Kids. First concert I ever went to was Aaron Carter. At the Tweeter, right? Yeah, he came out in a scooter. I think we talked about this we before. We did. Yeah, yeah when Razor we're, scooter. By razor the way. Not scooter. Not like an electric. No. Yeah, like the scooter that if it spun around your leg and hit your like, Achilles your heel, yeah, it would snap it oh, right in God. half. Remember that when you'd be like, look, I could do a tail whip, and then you almost break your yeah, shin in half? Yeah. That hurts so bad. Yeah. He, um... Um. Yeah, razor scooters were hot back then. He came yeah. out. Well, they they still are if you're in the right area. Are they? Mm-hmm. Are the kids still. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's a few elementary schools that have ramps that I saw the kids on after school. I went over to show them up. You know. Yeah. I always. You gotta stop watching those kids from afar. <laughs> yeah. I put the binoculars down and I was like, let me get on my scooter and go right through the crosswalk. Yikes. Yeah. People don't stop at crosswalks anymore. So if you're listening, kids, yeah, pay if, attention. As if that's the concern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay attention to me. Pay attention to the guy in the Ford Escape that's doing 35 through a school zone. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I always stuck more to those because I could never get like skateboarding down. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I needed handlebars. I needed something to hold on to. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it's it's much easier to ride a scooter than a skateboard. Yeah. And I'm just generally not a very risky guy to begin with. Yeah. And you got to be, something has to be wrong with you if you're doing some serious shit on a skateboard. Yeah. And me, I'm just like, no, I'll take it a little easier. I'll give myself handlebars and uh, slowly go down a hill. Yeah. yeah. Skateboarding is scary. I remember I wanted to be really good at skateboarding, but yeah. I just put in none of the work and like, you know, never <laughs> tried to do it. Yeah. But what I wanted to do or what I did was, you know, you dress the part and you buy a skateboard, but you don't do any of the work. You, don't do it. you can walk around holding it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. all, all the look, you know, that was all the rage back then. If you yeah. looked... Like you knew how to skateboard, you kind of were a badass. Yeah. And I had my birthday party. I must have been in like the fourth grade at a skate park. Vans in the Morristown Mall? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I had a membership there and I went once. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I remember I like begged my mom. I'm like, can we do it there? It's in the mall. It would be so cool. I don't know how to fucking skateboard. And then I get there. It's like huge half pipes. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to slide down on my butt. Like I can't skateboard. I think I brought... A yeah. scooter instead <laughs> because that I knew how to ride. What was the like? I get that it was in the mall. It was near when Vans probably had a store there before the what's the Z one? This is shoe store. Zoomies. Zoomies. Like they had all those. Everyone was wearing Etnies. You had skateboarder shoes. You know, those were all the rage. But like if you had like a party there, like how many kids know how to skateboard that are in your None. fourth grade class? None of my friends knew how to skateboard. There's maybe one kid that could even like functionally get up on the board so the rest of us were just running around fucking up the whole thing for all the kids that were actually trying to skate yeah we had like helmets on yeah i could just see just going around like if i was a parent then it's like oh we got to pick up all of your friends to go to the birthday party in our minivan hand them these waivers to sign it's like what the hell like and and every other parent was probably like do you guys skateboard and they're like no 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 idea (laughs) where he wants to have the party though yeah i mean they could probably make a shit ton of money like getting you know renting out knee pads or whatever Mm -hmm. of course like you know you get into high school some girls would bring their own you know from home. oh you know what i didn't have a scooter i i brought rollerblades because that's all oh, I knew how to do. I yeah. rollerbladed at the skate park. But dude, even rollerblading around a, a like rink is a lot different than going like down a, a half pipe and jumping onto a rail to like you yeah. know grind on or whatever. It's got to be. I mean, it, even going down the tiniest quarter pipe, half pipe, whatever size they are, yeah. is 
so hard. Yeah. Skateboarding is so difficult. Just oh. doing an ollie. Oh, yeah. Just even mastering that because I, I don't even know physically what you have to do to jump. I've seen the videos of people doing it, but like I still don't understand how you get in the air other than like kicking yourself forward and backward quick enough to just shoot yourself up. I started skateboarding a little bit in college and I can ollie. Uh, but then you, so you get to the point where you learn how to do that yeah, and just the stationary Ollie. Right. And then you realize, you know, as you're looking at the guys who do the tricks that you'd eventually love to do, you got to do an move. Like yeah. you got to be moving and that's a whole day. I'm like, oh, that's so much fucking yeah. harder yeah. as you're moving to do that Ollie and like jump over something. You're like, oh, I can't, you, you can't know, do that. you know what it is though? I blame Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. On I had it on GameCube because my parents refused to have me on the current cool console. I, I was always N sixty four, which yeah. I was cool though. Oh yeah, on N sixty four, the original one, yeah. that was the shit. I was doing Tony Hawk Pro Skater two on GameCube gotcha. in like two thousand twelve. Yeah. Like that was <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah. So um, playing it on there, and you're like, this is so fucking cool. I can do a uh, you know, a manual where you mm -hmm. just you know, you basically just ride it with the one thing up. That's what I would do all the time if I tried to ride a skateboard. Yeah. The big accomplishment for me was just to ride on it and just go straight and stay on it yeah that was that was all i wanted to do yeah it, it's very true S skateboarding was one of the i mean it was so popular when we were kind of in like grade yeah. school like middle yeah. school may maybe even high school it was still like, a little bit skateboarding yeah. I, I don't really see pop up much anymore no one really like i feel like skateboarding really goes in waves of like you know, very popular and kind of falls off. Yeah. I think the X games were like really popping off back then where it got really big, but it's one of those things where you watch it and you go, that looks amazing. It looks so cool. But when you actually try to do it, yeah, you're like, this is so difficult. It's like surfing or like stand up where you, you look at them and you're like, Oh, he's just standing up or, Oh, he's just telling jokes. I can get up there and do that. And then you try it and you go, Oh my God, this is so hard. Yeah. And it's one of those that you don't, like you said, you won't put in the effort to actually do it because you got to spend a you decent amount of money. it takes years. Yeah, it takes years to do it. And you're just like, I'm not going to, what kind of lunatic would do it? And then you see the people that become skateboarders, mm -hmm. Bam Margera, uh, Tony Hawk seems somewhat normal, but I think because he became rich but quicker than most. The amount that he has fucked up his body, like you have to oh, also yeah. be very comfortable with breaking bones. And yeah. when you get older, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm yeah. not going to you know, scrape my knees you know, as a hobby and just get yeah. up and just, you know, yeah. if you're a kid and you get into that, you don't mind, you know, throwing your body around. Yeah. You can't get into skateboarding as an adult. No. Now you can get into stand up whenever you want because the worst you can walk away with is just hurt feelings and a little confidence kick in the dick, yeah. which for us is actually monumentally uh, devastating to most of our lives. Yeah. Very easily. Um, but, you know, sometimes, you know, we need that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it is good to get into that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just glad that we're still alive and kicking after a um, long-awaited, long-overdue guest appearance on the Handsome Idiots of Collingswood God, podcast. We crushed those pussies. How, how fucking caught off guard were they when we did the intro song on there and I, they were like a deer in it? Oh my God. We just came in there and we just we just pissed right on their property. Yeah. We just went Took right over. Yep, we went right out back and just squatted right on that grass. Yeah, yeah, we're like, this is ours now. Yeah. And they just, I mean, they got shook. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. They, they had came in, yeah. we saw. Yep, and it was on three $2,000 4K cameras from a producer as well. It just, uh, talk about a confidence kick in the dick. And as we talked about on the pod, you know, they're doing a great job with the quality of the content. Uh-huh. Um, 
without any of the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We focus on the content, yep. the talking points. Still fun. Yeah. Don't worry about the camera bullshit and making it look pretty later. Yeah. And for whatever reason, uh, Mike Peoples is just so hellbent on the fact that some of our episodes are less than 45 minutes. It's as if like you're going to church on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually mass is an hour long, but if the guy does it in 45, he's your new fucking best friend. Hey. Yeah. You're you're there for it. You experience it. You you stand. You kneel. You sit. You kneel. You stand. And then it's just like you get in and you get out. Why yeah. the fuck do we got to bank it an hour and twenty? Mm-hmm. This isn't Jaws three: The Revenge. And you, wow, good reference. <laughs> you know what? That also makes me realize hmm. he's listening. He is listening. He's tuning in. You know how long our podcasts are interesting. I could not yep. tell you how long a handsome asshole podcast runs i've run the numbers because i found out i was autistic on their show um that that was quite the diagnosis and quite accurate by the way i'm pretty sure we are episode number 64 they average about an hour eight hour ten ish you're full blown yeah i didn't realize it and they started like piecing the you know the jigsaw together there for me and uh it's come to light that i I really do think that i i am why so why do you think that I, for whatever reason, certain numbers like that, certain things, random facts about, you know, the treasurer of a random town in New Jersey or, you know, the record of the Millville football team from three years ago. I just know. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's but bordering you, it. Is that, is there more stuff to that? Because that could also just be you're into weird random stuff, but is there like it probably goes, social stuff that you feel that could uh, play into it as well? Probably some stuff from, you know, these types of things dig up things from the past. You like know, what? Let's like, dig deep. Probably because, like, I was, I was beaten naked as a child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my dad you heard it here first. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure my dad does not listen to this because I would get a few more text messages from him than I normally do. Dan, you got to stop telling people that I beat you naked <laughs> on these podcasts. I know that you don't have that many listeners, but I'm getting a couple of phone calls. You know what he does tell me to stop doing? He tells me to stop commenting on Wawa posts. <laughs> That's where he draws the line. Well, he'll go out and he'll make an entire political post just about whatever is going on about, hey, all you fucking idiots that are voting for this guy, here's a big middle finger for you. And then he'll be like, hey, Dan, you know that comment you made on Wawa about shitting in their stall? That's a little much. He's like, could you delete that? It's not a good look. <laughs> and his Maybe reason, he's going to run for office. Yeah. If, if my dad were to run for office, I mean, he was a substitute teacher. I was like, get back into substituting. I was like, you're rotting your mind on Facebook. Get out Mr. of the house. Mr. Callahan is <laughs> running for governor. And guess what? He sleeps with socks on <laughs> yeah. Are you going to vote for a weirdo like that? Yep. yep. Or John Fetterman. Yeah, or John Fetterman. <laughs> Dr. Oz isn't even a real doctor or wizard. <laughs> Their big thing against him, which I get as a Pennsylvanian, he's from New Jersey. He owns a house that was worth this much in New Jersey. Yeah, like, I don't fucking. It's like, I don't really give a shit. But if there was somebody running for office in New Jersey, we would probably be saying the same shit. It's like, yeah, get him the fuck back to Berks County. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. That is weird, though. I didn't even think you could do that. I didn't even think that you could run for office in a state that you don't live in. I thought, like, for president, you have to be a U.S. citizen. Yeah. Where does he live? New York? I guess in North Jersey somewhere, like, probably Hoboken. Um, but uh, <laughs> Hoboken. We know that you don't like no, Hoboken. I had a very strong stance against that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's what it is. But the thing with the whole election stuff that obviously this is the uh, day after, which they said there was a big red wave coming. Uh, it kind of happened in our household, uh, not so much for the, the politics, but uh, Rachel's on her period uh, just started. It. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's, I asked her if I could say that on the program. She's oh. been getting awfully angry at stuff I've said. And she's like... And that one she cleared? She's like, that one's good. Yeah, you could say that. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. The yep. Red yeah. wedding. Yeah, the red wedding. <laughs> so, um, all the election stuff, what I've noticed, which is annoying now, because we always say back in the day on here, because we're a couple of dads. Back and, in the day from the old programs. Yep, the old programs that we would watch back in the late 90s. You remember when election day was just one night and the next morning it's like so-and-so wins mm. it's turning into like fucking black friday where black friday is now the entire month there's pre-black uh, friday sales there's post-black let's just make it all of november and december that we're gonna have black friday sales election stuff they're talking about it like oh there's this many mail-in votes already here and then the night they're like nope not all of them are in so don't count on any winner tonight and then like a week from now they'll still be counting votes and everything they're just stretching it all they, the fuck they out. stretch everything out they stretch <clears throat> out these things tv shows like anything thing that they could just stretch out and you know what dude I, it drives me crazy like with the with the voting stuff yeah of the people with the uh, look at me i voted look obviously <laughs> do what you feel is best vote and vote for who you want yeah but the virtue signaling of yeah look at me i'm a good person do your fucking part and vote i don't know why that bothers me i don't know why for me either i've always been a very, I wouldn't say against the grain, but usually the thing that gets me with that, and I've noticed it with other stuff, like my dad telling me to stop commenting on Wawa posts. When he tells me that, I do three more that night. Yeah, it, that's what it is. It's people telling me what to do. When they say what to do, I'm just like, I'm going to do the opposite of what you said. Yeah, and I just don't like people trying to pretend that they are a hero when it's yeah. like, yeah, relax, Yeah. okay? You you did really nothing. I yeah. mean, you participated in something that you find is important, which you should. Yeah. But sh- stop putting your shit on everybody else. Yeah. And they'll usually be mad if their person lost. If their person lost and your votes could have voted for that person. And the whole thing, the whole That's the thing. It's like they're trying to pre- – you got to get out there and vote. Well, it's like what yeah. if I'm voting for the opposite candidate? You stay the fuck home then. They just want you to get out there and vote for who they're voting for. I'm actually surprised that I haven't seen that more. Anytime I'll see celebrities, people I know, whoever, up and down the chain, that I know who they're voting for. It is not a surprise who Whoopi Goldberg was going to vote for. No. You know, in presidential, whatever. So when they say go out and vote, I'm just surprised. I have yet to see anybody slip through and just be like, Go out and vote if you're going to vote for this person. Like, no one said that. I haven't seen anybody yeah. say that yet. And it's like, you know that's what they mean, though. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I, I'd rather them just come out and yeah. say, like, as if we because it's like they're treating you like a child. Yeah. Um, You got to do that. You yeah. bet. It's important. It's like, I can, you know, do what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, you can read through the lines of what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. If you don't vote for this person, you're an idiot. Yeah. Wh- whatever side you're on. People are just constantly trying to make you feel stupid if they don't agree with you. Yeah. And I don't appreciate that. And I, I don't appreciate how a couple years ago it was wildly unpopular to vote for Kanye West. And now this time around, it was apparently even more unpopular to vote for Kanye West. Yeah. Well, I found that out when I told my local precinct who I voted for. And, yeah. Um, I did see down in Miami that Tua, the Dolphins QB, What's his name? Tua. Yeah. He got seventeen thousand votes in a district 
for an independent candidate with still 0.1% of votes. But the next closest guy to him, who was a legitimate politician running for like a third party independent seat or whatever, only had like 29 or 30,000 votes. Oh my God. So it's like some a quarterback who you had to write in Tua had over 17,000 people. And a guy who actually spent money on campaigning was actually out there on the trail got like maybe double what he did, but still only double of 17,000. Wow. Like it's yeah. fucking insane. Who do you think is going to be, do you have any idea of who's going to be our next president? Uh, I did see earlier that someone uh, asked Biden if uh, what he, what's his message to two thirds of Americans that say that he shouldn't run again. And he's like, watch me. If, oh my God. <laughs> if, if I don't vote, if I don't run again, you're not black. <laughs> yeah. What? Joe, go to bed. Go, yeah. go back to Not bed. running. I'm going to be on my bike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cycling into the presidency. I'll next tell year. you what, yeah. man. I'll be riding my cycle uh, right through these polls. I, I will say that for somebody that I definitely, if anywhere, full disclosure, I would probably be definitely more in a libertarian, kind of wishy-washy in the middle on either side. Of I, stuff. I think me too. I, yeah. I think that's where a lot of people, honestly, people that don't usually talk about it, I think are pretty quietly in that same Well, th- that's why I get um, really frustrated because um, you, you you were forced to pick a side. One of two sides. It's you like, know, hey, for the most you know, part, yeah. where, you know, you might agree with some things on one and, and disagree with, with certain things. And there, there's no like blend of, um, you know, of, uh, of things on both sides that maybe you uh, yeah. agree with. So you kind of, you know, can feel lost at times and and there's no strong libertarian candidates. Yeah. And that's where in that and it's just they haven't gotten to that point of where they can take it be taken seriously at this point. And I would love it. It would have to start at a local level, to be honest. Why isn't there more libertarian candidates where they can express views of like things that maybe are on opposite sides, Democratic or Republican of like someone saying like, hey, I agree with this. I disagree with this. But so – they have this blend of stances where like a lot of America who is in the middle can go, oh, well, finally somebody yeah. where I get a blend. It's always crazy because I think the same thing. I'm like, if somebody were to just say like, yeah, I don't really support sending uh, like on a you know national level, for example. It's like if you were to vote for – they always say you like looking at Fetterman and Oz, it's like you got a guy that just had a stroke or you're going with the, the snake oil salesman. Mm-hmm. It's like between that and like Trump and Hillary, for example. Yeah. It's like, do you want to vote for the person that's going to send uh, $25 billion to like transgender Afghanistan women's rights or something? Yeah. Or do you want to vote for the guy who's like going to- A full-blown narcissist. A full-blown narcissist. Could nuke a hurricane. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to, you know, put uh, the Christ back in Christmas, you know? And that that guy (laughs) is Hillary. (laughs) To be clear. No, I'm joking, but- um, yeah, it, it, we're, you're constantly presented with two extremes, mm-hmm. and then you're like, if you don't pick one, you're like, well, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, I, and, and that's why I feel like people are so easy to pander to the more popular opinions. I feel like that we could pander if we wanted to run for local office as a duo, kind of like a, you know, um, is it? How do you? Pronounce? We already have like a the, great campaign song. Yeah, one, two, three. South Jersey bad boys for president. For president. For county alderman. Oh shit! Is that my fucking memory card? Oh, yeah. Is it full? Yeah. Oh. And if you guys don't believe in conspiracies and mass media trying to control the narrative, filling that memory card on the cue of the campaign song. It feels a little fishy. Yeah, there's no that's not a coincidence. Yeah. You know? If you guys missed the song though, we'll do handsome cuckolds. <laughs> it's <laughs> 
this. Oh my god, that is such a perfect song for that. Yeah, so that's what we'll be running on, and I think we've talked about it in the popular things you can go for. We should like, start running smear campaigns against them. I mean, we have been obviously, but like we've been doing it for actually a while. do yeah. like adver- television spots. Yeah, against the on like public access. Or yeah, the, yeah. I think we should. And we can just run on very popular things that most people, especially in South Jersey, if we're running in Camden County somewhere, that people can get behind. Such as, if there was anything that you could run on for me personally, anybody <laughs> anybody that comes to a complete stop in the Easy Pass toll booth lane should, is, should, should be shot. Uh, should be shot in the head. That's going to be down the line when we get, we got to start small and yeah. then like we'll implement that in like the third term. But initially, just go to jail for 60 days. That's yeah. You were behind bars 60 days, no chance for parole or good behavior. No more parking tickets. There you go. Yep. That's another thing we can run on. Guess how many people would like that? A lot of them. A lot of them, yeah. How many people are going to be parking on sidewalks in people's living rooms? Yeah. I mean, yeah. No more taxes. No more taxes either. If you want to earn your money, you better pull your pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You go around and you start soliciting yeah. donations illegally, committing fraud, whatever you have to do to keep a town afloat. No more gays. Yeah. Well, I mean, that one could get us in some trouble. That was a joke. <laughs> However, to say that you wouldn't get votes for that stance, don't sell yourself short on it. That's true. There are a lot of extremists that would probably be like, hell yeah, brother. I'm starting to tune in this South Jersey podcast and they're making sense. Yeah, they're making sense. And I tune in down here in uh, Franklinville, New Jersey. <laughs> and I mean, we do have the, the highest rating of Alabama truckers that listen to this podcast. Yes. Yep. Yep. And Mark, if you're listening, we consider you an Alabama, New Jersey trucker. He lives in Berlin, but that's... Mark is an ally. He's an ally to this. And he'll get behind. He knows a few Alabama good old boys from Salem County, New Jersey. Oh, I yeah. can fucking bet on it. We'll get yeah. behind Mark and he'll get behind some other truckers. Mm-hmm. You better believe it, brother. Once we find out what those guys are up to. <laughs> once we, we, have, we haven't talked to him, by the way. We got to have him call in and he, give us a little bit of a rundown of the, uh, know, the we, trucking business. We got to have him. He might have commented or messaged us. We've been off the air for a little bit last Mark, week. Mark, let Just us know what's going on, pal. Yeah, we got to check in on you. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, between that, but you can, very politician-like, you can tell one sector, no more gays, and then you turn that right around, go a few towns over, and you'll be like, no more straights, and you're just like, it makes it tough with social Play media. Both, yeah. Because there's bound to be one of those videos that gets out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to have to really... Uh, play it by ear what else can we do we're gonna raise the uh legal uh the blood alcohol content for duis we're gonna raise it by two points yeah yep so no more 0.08 it's gonna be like a 0.2 abortion is mandatory yes in gloucester county yeah yep we're gonna go county by county town by town that's probably for the best yeah so there's a lot of things that we could run on and i think we could be very popular politicians within our districts yeah once we figure out how districting works i wonder when politics really got to i mean how do i word this so it's like you know this country was started you know by like the george washington's and these very like you know these men that you read about um, you know, in the history books yeah. that were very like noble, you know, pioneers. They wore wigs. They f- wore- fucked a lot of women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the stuff that we can all look up to. Yeah. But at what point did it get so, um, did like so many like power hungry snakes who were just like these 
lot i because at first you're building a country and and not yeah. to say that you know obviously like you, you look at any president there's some horrible things they've yeah. they've all done but you know what i mean where it's like no matter who is running today you can almost guarantee that they're all they're completely full of shit of what they say they're gonna do yeah. when at what point in history did getting into politics really become that where it's like look I'm just going to run on some shit that, like, obviously I'm not going to do. But I'm going to get myself in there and I'm just going to, you you know what I mean? Where it's like, I feel like maybe at first, for a while, for the first slew of presidents, they were getting in there to run the country how they saw fit. Now, whether that was, you know, for the best or not is, you know, obviously, um, you know, up for debate. I want to say, if I could place a finger, it's right around probably. When, um, like, TV and things came to, like, Vietnam was the first war that was, like, televised, basically. Yes. Um, I mean, you had cameras and stuff in World War, World war II, but not everyone had TVs like they did in the 60s and 70s and stuff. Because um, you think back, like, Abraham Lincoln, anybody, I mean, people now are digging up stuff to say how he was a bad person, even though he freed the slaves and all that type of stuff. I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't, I don't think I can name one president between Abraham Lincoln and, like, Woodrow Wilson. From like the 1860s to like 1920 or 1918, 16. Yeah, that, that would be tough for me. So those people, I'm sure there was some shit going on, but there was no camera. There was no social media. They didn't have Twitter. They weren't uh, DMing whores on Instagram. Like there was just nothing on a paper trail. Right. Yeah. So, so like, so maybe they were kind of doing the same stuff, and it just maybe was yeah. not documented. Like the I'm way. sure FDR said the N word. That's like, I mean, but did he say it during Pearl Harbor? He said a different word during Pearl Harbor. The guy was in a wheelchair. They weren't going to attack he said, him. He said the Pearl Harbor N word, <laughs> Nagasaki. <laughs> yeah, the Saki bombs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, like that, but then you get up to like JFK. Um, some people, I I get the impression that some people weren't fans of JFK. Um, uh, especially some that were in the Dallas metro area, but like <laughs> especially the mafia, the mafia specifically that hired ex marines that had ties to Russia. To, the ladies loved them. Yeah, the ladies loved them. Marilyn Monroe, uh, who she was found dead uh, in a pool of her own vomit. That there's conspiracies around that as well. But so Sam uh, watched that Marilyn documentary. I couldn't. I turned it off after five. I couldn't do it. I, I didn't try it. Yeah. Um, I, I heard it was really bad, but also. Sam was telling me like there, there was a lot of people speaking out about how bad the documentary was, and then like they later were like, "Well, I didn't watch it, but I just didn't like how this that." And she's like, "So I, I I can't really speak on it, but she said that they really portrayed JFK um, as a like dog. a total dog sleaze ball." <laughs> Of like the way he treated Marilyn Monroe, which I'm I, sure is the case. I'm sure is the case as well. But could you just imagine him doing it in his JFK voice that was like replicated in The Simpsons? Well, you're gonna have to shuck my dick. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounded like that, an Obama. I, yeah, if Obama was mixed. Well, it, well, you're gonna have to get down there and you're gonna have to lick my balls. Yeah, that's actually not not that's a bad. Not bad. That's, not, that's a bad not bad. You should work on yeah, that. You can work on it. It's just that you have a limited amount of presidents or politicians you can do impressions of because like. You only know what they sounded like after. World well, World you're gonna have to get down. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's just. Well, I got the biggest balls. <laughs> I can't do Trump, no. but, but well, but yeah, that's that's shit like that. And speaking of documentaries that are coming out, of course, you had to have heard the news that. Uh, oh my the god! Streaming network Peacock is coming out with a uh, Casey Anthony three part series. God, which I am all for it because I. 
I wouldn't consider myself an ultra progressive, but I love the inclusivity in these documentaries. You got a gay serial killer. Mm-hmm. You got a woman baby killer. What's next? A black criminal? I mean, we're going to just going down the. <laughs> also, the fact that NBC is will, like, she's definitely just doing this yeah. because she's broke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're like, hey, we'll, we'll, this is going to make a lot of money. So we'll, we'll pay you to hear you out. Yeah. And the, the thing with it that's interesting that the cock actually says on their end is that she had no creative control she didn't know the that's questions total she bullshit. had it's like if she's being paid for it or she's gonna go there but like also on her end it's like whose mind are you trying to sway like there's no one really on the fence about this she's been a meme and has been made fun of like there's no yeah. one is there any casey anthony truthers out there that's- no I, I but so that's a good point though so i guess what does she have to lose yeah, what does she have well, to Well, I guess just making it, wa- it was so much worse. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty bad when they found out that she tried starting her own um, private investigator business a few years ago. No, really? Ca- Case Truth or Case Files or something, private investigator. Oh, my God. She tried starting it, and she says that she goes into bars in South Florida where she lives. Well, and- I guess she's going to have a hard time finding a job these days. Yeah, especially at the local gotta, daycare. She's, she's yeah. got yeah, to be an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah. of sorts. But I, So I was reading the articles uh, just about the the show that's going to be coming out and they said, you know, that they're like, well, she had no creative control. Mm-hmm. And also that, um, th- they said you, there was like, you know, a stunning, like you may be stunned by like some, you, you may think differently afterward. And I'm like, Hmm, I wonder, wonder what, what, what they're, po- how they're going to possibly try to spin it. It's. I, I'm interested to see that, but I just love all the people that are attacking it, saying this is gross, this is disgusting, take it off of there. And I look at some of the people commenting on it that are saying these things, and they have a laundry list of like, yeah, the evidence that the prosecution displayed in court was this, and her interrogation file said that, her baby was found with this. It's like, it sounds like you're obsessed with the case. Yeah. So like, you're telling it's disgusting they're running a series on it because you've already watched every single second of coverage yet. I think people are pissed, because I, I was thinking the same thing, but I think people are pissed that they're giving her a platform and paying her yeah. to kind of even have a chance to to say, hear me out. Yeah. Because they're like, go, go fuck yourself, you killed your daughter. I mean, yeah, and it's just terrible when you think about that, but it's America, baby. It's like, have you seen any well, of the other pieces of television that yeah. people have been paid to do? Did you watch that Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey show? They got paid for that, and that was an abomination to society. Yeah, that was arguably worse yeah. than what Casey Anthony Below did. deck? I mean, we've talked about Bravo shows on here. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, those people got paid. But I do, like, I, I get that sentiment where it's like, I mean, I the fact that this girl is like they're just gonna indulge mm-hmm. in this as an opportunity and go this is gonna make a lot of money like whatever like that's fucked up but on the other hand there's a part of me that really wants to just know like what what is casey anthony possibly go i'd like to see how she is gonna yeah. try to change the public opinion of herself try and spin like, it yeah like is she gonna say like listen like i haven't had a chance to speak Here's how it went down. Yeah, because I am obvi- I'm wildly interested to hear what she could possibly say because I don't believe her. Uh-huh. But like that level of crazy of uh, of of people who like lie like that, it, it's just interesting. I I I can't get enough of it. I want to hear what 
you know, how you try to get yourself out of this. Have you watched the YouTube video from the, it's a pretty popular channel. It's called like JCS uh, something for whatever this guy breaks down interrogation videos. And they did a Casey Anthony episode on the YouTube channel. This was big during the pandemic that he did all these um, clips and everything. Um, I forget how long it might be close to an hour, but it's very well done. And it takes all of her interrogation footage from all the different interviews with police compiles it all in there. He kind of narrates it speeds through certain sections of it, but doesn't chop and screw it and put it all over there. But he breaks down how she was like a masterful pathological liar. Wow, really? And was very um, good at lying and what she did, spinning the story into her being a victim, all this stuff. Yeah. And like, I have to send you the link to it because it was oh, actually yeah. fascinating. It breaks down her, that all these other cases. so yeah. interesting. Yeah, and that's what people are interested in. It's like, I feel like it is kind of annoying because I feel like, People do go crazy like when the Jeffrey Dahmer things comes out or what John Wayne Gacy thing or this or that, like all the OJ things that came out. I'm sure there's a George Zimmerman one. Yeah. Like you know people at streaming networks when they see or hear of a yeah, tragedy, a they're like, holy shit, let's get the script ready. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're trying to be the first to get on it. Because all these streaming networks, it's it's <clears> Peacock. <throat> they're competing with Netflix, who's also competing with Amazon Prime, who's competing with Hulu. Like they mm -hmm. all gotta have the next juiciest thing. Yeah. So like, oh, did anybody cover Casey Anthony in the let's get her in for a three part yeah. thing? Like did, yeah. so I would it reminded me of the whole case, like when I saw that on um, yeah. you know, I saw that article come out today. And um I, I didn't watch the trial. Like I, I have the gist of like, you know, most of the evidence, the way, you know, uh, it was presented and stuff like that from I think one of the documentaries that was on netflix about yeah. her she's not speaking in it or anything like that but um it just about the trial yeah and like the case did they ever say because i i just can't i mean there's obviously so many things you can't get past of yeah. like how could you not convict her yeah but i i know i i was reading today like what her defense was of like how they they basically tried to spin it that um she was sexually abused by her dad yeah and that uh, her daughter drowned in the pool and she was like too nervous or terrified to report it and yeah that's why she waited exactly the day or something but like yeah. did they ever address and explain the fact that they have pictures of her partying like like weeks after like her daughter has been missing and like for all for even in her defense so you know your daughter's dead like did yeah. anybody ask her like then what are, are you doing partying I and like did it, she ever speak to that it had to have come up and i'm sure it's going to in this thing as well yeah which a lot of that comes up in um like oj's trial in, in similar circumstances he went to nicole brown's funeral but then like all this time since then people have always asked like have you been looking for your wife's killer if you didn't do it like yeah things like that like those types of questions i think come up either in the trial if there's a way that they can do it without the judge overruling it um that's the other thing too don't you hate how pretentious people get when they watch a few of these things and now they think that like they're a lawyer or a judge it's mm -hmm. like oh but like did you see the do the documents that the police withheld that were inside of it it's like it, the whole thing with all these that probably gets me the most is that people watch a lot of these and they think that they're like yeah just way smarter than anybody else because they've watched a documentary with a bias that like, yeah exactly that's presented completely you know by somebody with an opinion already that yeah. is probably one-sided and that's the difference from like documentaries that were on pbs years ago is that um they weren't usually as controversial or heated of a topic but like they weren't usually slanted in one way or the other yeah i think like documentaries 
back then really did try to do like the the purpose of documentaries to present back then they tried yeah. to do a much better job of presenting both sides in an unbiased way and yeah. allowing you to kind of pick from that yeah. but like the Casey Anthony thing I um that that does really pathological liars make me so mad that I love that, them that is the kind, I mean they're so interesting but that yeah. is kind of bullshit now that I'm thinking about it it's like she's had 11 years now to think about how can I say this? And I, I wonder if they will – I'm sure they're going to try, but I wonder if they'll press her good enough or if she's that masterful of a pathological liar that she'll be able to kind of skirt past everything that they ask her in this in the um, moment. new yeah. series. I'm sure they gave her the questions ahead of time. If they don't say that they didn't in the thing, like if they didn't have – if they don't have a thing that comes up and says no questions were prepared. But even still, like she's yeah. had 11 years to think about every – I mean, what else she, is she doing? She's got – yeah, she's got to know. She's trying to start small businesses. She's uh, uh, paying taxes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like she's had 11 years to think about like every possible thing they could ask her and, yeah. and craft a masterful argument. Yeah, she said that she pretty much lives very uh, um, low-key. And she'll go out to bars and hang out with friends, but she gets spotted every single time and people will figure it out. And then at that point she leaves and she says that she can't like spend much time anywhere before she's found. Of course. And the, yeah. another fucked up part is the amount of guys that still probably try to bang her is probably 90%. Oh yeah. She said she gets flirted and hit on in bars and stuff all the time. Yeah. Which is incredible because like who I know a lot of people that are sick enough guys. And I'm sure you know the same type of guys who would definitely want to be around. But then look at the girls on the other side; they want to hit up the fucking serial killer kind of guys it's too. The thing, yeah, it's a. I, uh, I think yeah. you, you actually do tend to see more. Well, I, I guess uh, I was going to say you tend to see more women hitting up uh, yeah. killers in jail. But then again, it's like there's probably nowhere near. Uh, the amount of yeah. women murderers and killers, and but stuff. like killing a kid though, like I could see if she like oh, killed somebody else or something like that. But like just like a two yeah, year old, a, a kid is. Uh, it is. It is a little disturbing. creepy seeing the comments of people talking about Kaylee Anthony and how beautiful of a baby and like. I don't know. That kind of is like weird to me. Like it was a kid. It wasn't like it was another human or a teenager. I mean, it was another human. The whole thing's disturbing. Yeah. The whole thing across all the board. Yeah. It's just weird. So it'll be fun to see whether or not Peacock, they definitely are going to run with it at this point. I just, I want to see what she's going to say. If she's going to be like, listen, like this, this is, uh, this whole thing has been misconstrued. This is how they twisted it. Yeah. And I, I would love to hear how she defends against like so much concrete evidence that they seem to yeah. have. This is just one big misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> she just came out of the gate like that. Listen, you got the wrong gal. Yeah. And then she just pins it on like her friend Tammy from college or something. Mm -hmm. Like, God, if it's, it would be wild. Yeah, that's another that. thing. I'd like to hear her, uh, her side of what, okay, then what happened? Yeah. Yeah, lay it out for us, and I and I know that she did, and but maybe she did be... like in the trial. I'm I'm not really sure, but I'd I'd like to thing, hear yeah. what she, she thinks happened. She had conflicting stories in the interrogations, and I'm sure they're going to dive into it and go back and forth between it. But uh, because they said like, okay, so your daughter accidentally drowns uh, in the pool, but then they found her body, you know, like with chloroform. duct tape and all that stuff. Did they ever explain how she thought that happened? Like, did she did she Good say question. like, you know, I we had because that if she would go to jail for that obviously yeah or did she say like well from there 
my daughter died, and then I had no idea what happened to her body. Like, yeah. what did it, they say? I'm it's sorry, strange. I'm rambling, but, but it's, it's so actually, many questions. It's actually good that neither of us know the answers to these because if you had them and you started pulling out a filing cabinet of things like document 2A, um, you clearly see that on page 67, like there's people that go through that stuff because a lot of these things, they inspire, especially the unsolved ones, they inspire people. A like lot if of you, truthers. Yeah, the uh, internet sleuths and stuff. And yeah. there's people that'll go out and they'll do their own investigative work. And it's the like, internet is a crazy place like that where like the, there was something else out there where somebody just on the internet solved a murder oh yeah. case or something. Where it's oh, like, yeah. It is a good resource for it's like, hey, let's open this up to the public and let people you know start poking around and some uh, shit will get out there. That's like the one on Unsolved Mysteries that I was talking about over at John's maybe place. I'm, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. It's the one that was in down near um, in May's Landing from a few years ago. It's on Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. It's one of their newer episodes. A girl got hit by a train and New Jersey Transit. It happened on their tracks on a train going to AC. And because she was hit and killed, they had jurisdiction over police. So New Jersey Transit had to complete a murder investigation or a death, and they said it was suicide. The girl's family is like, she was the happiest girl ever, and she was just taking a walk at night. Oh, that's right. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. And she, you know, basically was decapitated by this train going 90 miles an hour through the pines, essentially, uh, into Atlantic City. And her parents don't believe it, and then they're just picking apart New Jersey Transit's investigation because they're not police, which is a good, yeah, you know, good thing to do. But then you got all these people who are like, if you have any information about this or that, so how many people are down in May's Landing that are just like, you know, like she left home at like two a.m. and she was walking on the wall, the, the side of the road, and it's just like yeah. these South Jersey internet sleuths are going to be out there in full yeah. force. Yeah, and you and you really don't have it, you know, anybody that. It, most people are not credible and no. they know what they're doing, but no. you catch, I'm sure you catch some people here and there that actually, yeah, you know, can provide some insight. Yeah. I, I actually, between all these different things, people are inspired to do different stuff. I saw this one guy in the news recently. Um, this guy is my new hero. Um, and I did send this over to you earlier, but this, there's a guy in China who played the lottery, won $30 million, and then now is hiding the jackpot from his wife and children. Is that my dad? <laughs> I respect it. You respect I, it. I would do the same damn thing, brother. Get out, move to another country, move to New Mexico. Dude, I had no idea that China had a lottery. I was like, if you won the lottery in China, I thought that meant you got out of the death camp you were working in. Apparently, <laughs> they give you money. Did wow. you know that? This photo, not to be confused, the guy who won isn't on the left. The guy who won is in the yellow costume. Nah. Because he showed up to get the check, but he didn't want his identity. Nah, really? That's what they said in the thing, is that a man from the People's Republic of China claimed his prize on October 24th while wearing a yellow mascot costume after the lottery center's mascot. He's accepting a check. Wow. <laughs> he showed up wearing a mascot costume so that nobody could identify him. Wow. But his reasoning behind it is a little different from mine. His, re his reasoning behind wanting to hide his identity so that his wife and children don't know that he just won, 20, uh, won $30 million is that he doesn't want them to become lazy and stop working. Oh, yeah. Well, that that's good. That's actually good. Because if I did it, I just wouldn't want my wife and children to know where the fuck I'm spending all the money I got. And they weren't going to get a dime of it. That's yeah. why I would hide it from them. Why, If you won $30 million, would you hide it? From your wife and soon to be son, um, no, um, because she would find me. 
She would find, yeah. She would find everything, you know, so it's like so I'd it, have to come clean in the beginning. So if you showed up to get your lottery check from um, the Camden County 7-Eleven you bought it at, yeah. wearing the Camden River Sharks mascot costume, mm-hmm. you're telling me that in how much time would Sam sniff you out for knowing that you had $30 million in your bank account? Well, <sighs> would it be weeks, days, hours? <laughs> yeah. It, it would be pretty quick as, as soon as she um as soon as she saw me buy you know a plane ticket to another country she would know something's up she's like you don't travel yeah you don't travel you, you don't travel what's with the lamborghini yeah and why are you paying this college kid to give you a fake id yeah yeah so what's with the hookers yeah okay <laughs> that's usually on the weekdays yeah and when did you start smoking parliament lights in the house yeah with two whores around your arms <laughs> Wow, that that is absurd that this guy came on in a like why would he even why not just do it in private? <laughs> he just they wanted to take pictures. And that's the funnier part is that like, oh, you don't you want your identity to be sealed? Okay, here, wear this mascot costume. Yeah. And it'd be it'd be funny too if like his wife <laughs> finds that costume in the closet. He's like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, that like, wasn't me. You know what his take on It's a popular costume. <laughs> I want to know what China's doing with their lottery. You know what his take home was for a $30 million jackpot? 20 million? 23 million. Wow. I'm sure in the US it would be like 11 million. Yeah. Which isn't anything, but it's like if you won 30, you want to get as much as close to that 30 as possible. And then when, when you, th- I mean, obviously $11 million is, is so much money. Yeah. In comparison with like professional athletes and stuff, yeah. they would blow, you could easily blow through $11 million quick. Very quick. Yep. Because uh, probably half of that in New Jersey would go to a year of taxes on like a trailer. So, wow. I mean, it's fucking expensive to live in this goddamn state. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in China, apparently, I, I didn't know that you won money in the lottery over there. I thought you just got to live. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like you made it. Yeah. There was this winning numbers. We should go play these numbers at the Powerball. 2, 15, 19, 26, 27, 29, There was an interesting argument that I saw. Um Online the other day on a comics uh, um, reel, I forget who, maybe it was a Bobby Lee one or something. Maybe might have been Kim Congdon saying it on there. They were saying that people on lottery tickets, she knew someone that would go in sequential order. They would get a lottery ticket whose numbers were one, two, three, four, five, six. And she was just like, that's terrible. You give yourself less odds to win that than any random number would. But then people were like, yeah, but like statistically, the odds of that getting drawn are the same as every Any other random number. Yeah. And to me, I was kind of like, they're right. However, there has to be a less chance of you getting something in order like that. I don't know. I I, I would probably I, I could see the other side of that argument where yeah. it's like the the odds are so low in general. Yeah. To have a coincidental thing that odd odds are probably just as low yeah and i don't fucking know i don't fucking know i mean this is going from two guys yeah i I barely got through any math class in high school yeah and i I was cheating off people left and right i took pre-calc in a trailer you're in trailer did you have one of the ti um not 83s but like one of the graphing calculators yeah and we used to write the answers in the back case of the calculator some people wrote answers in the back of them like that i installed through the usb port games onto it you ever Mm. played line rider i think i know what you're talking about it's where you would draw a line you can make it go high and low but it was a guy in a sled 
and you basically had to see how far you could get him on the sled without him falling off or mm. going off the line and you had to draw this line and like eventually hit something and falls and you just see it so i would install games like that learned a lot my, that year yeah i did learn a lot that year the one thing i learned is that if you're going to cheat off somebody you can't put the same exact answers down you have to fuck up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't just go straight down and 100% have the same thing. Yeah, that that is a key. Like, it, it's yep. interesting. You learn strategies, how to cheat. How to cheat in there, yeah. You can't make this look too good. You got to make it look a little messy yeah. here and there. Yeah, exactly. Like a couple of mistakes. They know I'm not that smart. Yeah, yep. And I, a lot of guys took those same concepts from pre-calculus. Some friends of mine took that into the real world when cheating on their girlfriends in high school. Yeah. It's like, I can't make it seem like it was too easy. Like, it can't just be some hot girl, like a straight A on a fucking thing. Right? Yeah. They got to go out, get a little trashy. The other girl is like, never, there's no way you would have cheated on me with that girl. It's like, you're right. Yeah. You know, one of those kind of things. Come on. Yeah. That's just how South Jersey does it. Not me. People I know. Not me. Oh, we did get a voicemail oh. um, uh, over the past uh, week. And it's actually a pretty in informative. And this isn't just directed at the person who accidentally gave their, this phone number, um, which we're going to alert them about it. It's a good reminder for us all, though. Beautiful. This is Atlantic Care calling to remind Tony Berlanti of his ball widening surgery and annual penis pumping checkup on Thursday. November 10th. Please call back to confirm your appointment. Thank you and goodbye. Wow. Well, I think they mixed up the numbers here. We're going to have to relay that to Tony P at Cross Keys this Tony Thursday. P, do you want to try and call? Let me see if it'll let me call them back. Oh, it will. All right. Let's just, let's just see let's if see we can happens. call. All widening. That's got to hurt. Yeah, I, I think it is. And ball widening. I'm going to see if it's going to let me actually call here. Come on, baby. Let's go. Let's see what we can get. what was that let's call it back <laughs> what's that i still so, don't know who this person's number is someone forgot that they left this voicemail I'm like oh shit <laughs> answer you coward We need to tell Tony that he's got an appointment coming so I'm up. Trying to call back, yeah. Is that the their voicemail or something? <laughs> it just hangs up on you. That'd be hilarious. That's weird. I really wanted to just call back and let them know that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, what can you do? Um, final piece of news that has come in, and I, I think this is something that we can all either get behind or implement in our own lives at some point. Uh, rest in cheese. A man built a three thousand pound tomb to preserve flaming hot Cheetos. 30,000 pound. 30,000 pound uh, thing. And this is a kid on TikTok. Literally a crypt out of concrete. Wow. To store flaming hot Cheetos. Why did it have to be that big? Um, I, yeah. <laughs> Why did it have to be that big? A crypt 
for it. He spent $1,250 in materials. The hardest part was the weight. Mixing 3,000 pounds of concrete of those 80-pound bags was strenuous, but it was all part of the fun. How did these kids have the time? That's what he said. He said, there's like no reason for me to ever get bored. He got 11 million views on TikTok for this. This is something you would do. This is something that I would spend money on. This is your new podcast. (laughs) Where you you build a crypt for different... Let's be honest. If I was to build something, it would be for Fritos. Because Fritos, I think, are Like, this kid is crafty. He could be putting his mind to so much more useful stuff. And he's he's wrapped up in Cheetos. Yeah. Yep. He's like, what is this guy procrastinating that he felt the need to do this? Have you ever... What is, like, the most procrastination you've ever done outside of like a college term paper is there something that you just put off i was discussing this with somebody the other day yeah i would say my relationships uh, <laughs> proposing to- yeah proposing <laughs> communication with my lovely fiance uh-huh. uh no i'm trying to think um there's like things that people i was watching a video on procrastination and how it works in the brain and how people put off stuff that they get nervous about doing they don't really like to do there's not a lot of uh those good um, endorphins or whatever they are uh, going on in your brain. So you kind of avoid things. Yeah. But it's not always a sign of laziness. It's just something that you're trying to avoid and push off because it doesn't give you a good feeling in your head. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things. And if whatever you're pushing off inspires you to mix 80 pound bags of concrete to get a 3,000 pound crypt. More power to you, brother. Exactly. Now, what would you put in that crypt yourself i i would go fritos if i could store something in something this big i would go fritos if yeah, a, i thought you were gonna say your wife uh <laughs> oh no i would have much more creative less obvious places to something put her, a little more secure something a little more secure well, actually, um to preserve i would preserve um maybe reese's peanut butter cups yeah just put them right in there although chocolate that could melt maybe uh it wouldn't be nice and cool in that thing at least that's nice you know what i love uh the bag of chips that i love munchies they were munchos munch the like yellow greenish bag they're it's a red bag oh i was thinking funyuns bag. i don't think i've had those you gotta try them huh so are you if you could narrow it down are you more of a frito dorito tostito or cheeto kind of guy the, the, the frito, the Dorito, the Cheeto, or the Tostito? My number one would probably be the frito. The frito has the least amount of air in the, this goes back to why I'm autistic. The frito has the least amount of air needed in the bag to package them. If you look at Lay's chips, you ever open it and you have like half a bag of chips yeah. in there? That's because with the size of those chips and the actual bag, they need 50% for air. Fritos, 19% is all you need of the bag to have air in them. So that can't be healthy, huh? No, you get more bang for your buck. You get a shit ton of Fritos, especially the curly honey uh, barbecue ones. Yes, those are great. Those are great. And they're so good. The bags are almost filled to the top because they don't need that much air in them, especially, you know, you get the Dorito Tostito. You can't get a Tostito in a bag smaller than this size to begin with um, because those are just the party chip. Doritos are like for the marijuana smokers. I love a good Dorito. Cheetos are for guys that actually wouldn't have a problem sucking their fingers off. That's the thing. I don't like the sucking of the and licking of your yeah. dirty hands yeah. afterward. And it gets, exactly, they get yeah. stuck in your teeth. 
Yeah, those do too. I think it like, gets stuck in my teeth these days. I can't. I can't. Yeah, deal you get the with. you get the orange crust all over you, no matter where. Like a few days later, you see it like in your fingernails yeah, and stuff. It's gross. Yeah, now I, I wouldn't have a problem looking that off certain other individuals' fingers, you know, as a favor. But my own, I know where these hands have been, and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah. The Frito though. It gives you just stank enough of a breath and an aftertaste to keep the people at bay from you. Yeah. And you can have those suckers morning, noon, or night, you know? Yeah. So that's what I would go with. But, Beautiful. Um, yeah, so I think that that pretty much just does done cover it. Any uh, lessons you could take from this is to never vote again. No. <laughs> Do not share your lottery winnings with your family or even tell them that you won them. Yes. And... If all else fails, bury yourself in a homemade crypt of uh, cement that you bought at Home Depot. Yeah. I think uh, Yeah, if there's anything you take away from this podcast, it's that. Absolutely. And uh, stay tuned for a high-def 4K version of the handsome idiots that we were on. And hopefully, by the holiday season, we might have our own 4K uh, thing going on. We're going to reach out to some donors and uh, try and get some uh, uh, some coin coming in uh, on yes. that front. Beautiful. And, yeah. So we'll be cooking. And make sure to leave us a uh, text or phone number here or call is there any question you want to leave to people to call in about call in anything yeah thanksgiving stories mark the truck driver we got a lot of things happening so stay tuned for future episodes (laughs) see (laughs) you